Welcome to the Pain-Free Zone. Your host, Nisi Edwards, is founder of the Fibro Patient Education and Support Organization, and she's here to offer help and hope to the millions of individuals who suffer from chronic pain. Now, here's Nisi Edwards. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Pain-Free Zone. I am your host, Nisi Edwards, and today we have a very exciting show, one that I'm really excited about. So we have an in-studio guest, and an in-studio guest today is Dr. Hamali Shaw, MD, MBA, HCM, and MCSD. She's the Chief Executive Officer, and our topic for today is Senior Care Services, What You Need to Know. So Dr. Hamali Shaw, MD, she has over 24 years of experience in the medical industry as a trained and practicing physician in India and in patient monitoring clinical operations, investigational clinical research, and project management. In addition, as director of project management for LifeWatch, Dr. Shaw was instrumental in the development and implementation of wireless patient monitoring technologies and operations through the nationwide clinical operations. And... Dr. Shaw, most recently, uh, Dr. Shaw is the co-founder and CEO of Illinois-based Soul Care Services Incorporated and Care for Soul Incorporated, which is a home health care agency and community care services providers providing home health care services to numerous providers across the metropolitan Chicago and throughout Illinois. So Soul Care Services is doing business as Bridging Care Home Health Plus, serves patients at home, and have contracts to provide services to Medicare patients, workers' compensation, injured clients, and our veterans. So, welcome, Dr. Shaw, to the Pain-Free Zone. How are you today? I am good, Miss Edward. How are you today? It's my pleasure to join you today. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're here. So, today we're talking about senior services. And so, our listeners, our listener line, if you want to dial in and ask Dr. Shaw any questions, would be, 888 area code 463-6748 or 888-GO-FOR-IT. So we're talking about the services that are available nationwide to seniors for home health, medical, non-medical, adult daycare and home health, and the benefits. So you're going to learn about who qualifies and how you can get the services. Absolutely, Miss Edwards. Uh, so... As you see from my experience that I'm a practicing physician in India, and then after I came to USA, I have I joined different companies and uh, definitely add the values to different healthcare organizations. But during my experience, and I do have personal experience in my life, that how important it is for seniors to have education and then learn about all the disease processes, their medication, one-on-one coaching and information is so important for our senior. I also learned that we are, we have different nations, different language speaking seniors uh, in USA and it is difficult for them who does not have English proficiency. It's very difficult for them to reach out to the right resources. I am so passionate not just providing the senior care services, but also educating and informing our seniors what services are available for them. And that leads me to uh, join the company called Soul Care Services. I'm the founder and also CEO uh, for providing the home care services in Illinois. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Shaw, for sharing that. And you raised something that was very interesting that I real, really um, zeroed in on, language barriers um, as well as seniors. Because with a lot of seniors, especially when it comes to medication or wellness, they may not understand mm-hmm. what they need to know. Um, and also, too, with some of the, the language that the physician may use, they may not know basic things or understand how to even apply that, you know, to their lives. So can for people who are not familiar, can you share with us exactly what is home health care? Absolutely, Miss. 
home health care is, I would say that so many senior has multiple medical conditions and multiple medication. I have seen exasperation of so many diseases, like they have CHF, they have hypertension, they have diabetes. Then we are facing that issues. Some of the seniors cannot drive themselves to the hospital or doctor's clinic. Uh, they need somebody, someone else uh, support to go to visit the physician's clinic. What happened is they wait until at the end, when it becomes the crisis for them to go to the emergency room. What home health can do is uh, the nurses, and I can definitely give you who, what kind of the clinician home health has. So home health has nurses in their staff, also physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and home health aid. As all clinician team, they make sure that they manage patients' disease process, medication management, and try to control the exacerbation and how we can prevent the hospitalization. That's the main goal for home health services. For example, that if patient has a patient is going to check their blood sugar or blood pressure, they may or may not know that they should keep a log when they go and visit the patient, they need to show them the log. Just looking at the one value, doctor cannot make decision, do we need to change our medication or what should be the next step? As a being a clinician, nurses for home health, when they visit the patient, uh, they keep the track, track log for all the vital signs and they present to the physician. They educate the patient when you go and see your specialist, like endocrinologist. Make sure you bring your log. Make sure you take your insulin on time. Those kind of the education and information is very, very important. Not just that. Nurse also responsible for educating patient about drugs-to-drug -drug interaction or drugs-to-food interaction. And they are also responsible to communicate with the doctor and do the collaboration of care with other specialists. Example, one patient could have cardiologist, endocrinologist, urologist. How do we collaborate the care? The nurses is responsible to make sure all the doctors involved in patient care are aware of all the medication patient is taking. So we can prevent duplication of the medication or any medication error. So that's the job for the nurses for home health. Now, with uh, when the nurses are in the home for home health, the, um, the patient's family. So I would imagine there are some seniors in their homes. They may not have other family members there. It may just be them. But let's say you have um, a senior that has, you know, maybe a daughter or someone else who comes check in on them. So the, does the nurse interact with them as well? Should they have any questions? Excellent, Miss Edward. Excellent questions. Absolutely. That's the whole purpose. Let's say our patient has dementia or Alzheimer. They are not able to retain all the knowledge or information we are going to teach them. In that case, we work directly with the family member or any caregiver who are uh, connected with the patient care, and we educate them and make them aware in the care. Absolutely, Miss. That's good because that also gives the, the family members a level of comfort. Yes, you are absolutely right. We got so much satisfaction by doing that and so much appreciation from them because sometimes the patient's family member live out of state. We are in communication with them all the time, and they appreciate the help and exert the same word you said. They have peace of mind that they are not here with their loved ones, but they are somebody who can take care of them. That's excellent. Now, in terms of the medical services, what are some of those services that are available uh, to seniors? So home health care services is in capas of nursing, okay. also uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. So most of our senior has osteoarthritis, pain in joints, and also we have seen so many frequent falls. And we always talk about how we can prevent falls. We have seen so many patients after fall, they deteriorate and they end up in the nursing home and rehab facility. So we would like to make sure that 
when they have exasperation of the symptom we can help them and provide the physical therapy at home to strengthen their muscles to help them with their gait balance and to prevent the frequent falls so that's where the physical therapy the licensed physical therapy will go to their home and teach them the home exercise program to make sure that they can have the strengthening of the muscles when so so many we have seen patient who has frozen shoulder they have difficulty moving their upper body and what happened that they can impact their day to day activities they are not able to perform their day to day activity like grooming bathing so we make sure that we provide the occupational therapy to them and they will teach them basically we would like to make sure if any patient has injury or any disease process we will try our best to make them to prior level of their functioning that's our goal as a company that how we can make a difference and then we have seen the outcome is adverse we when we admit the patient and when we discharge we have to compare our outcomes and i am so proud to say that we are proud to say that like we are proving those outcomes when it comes to the patients how they improve not with just adls but with also with pain there are so many different modalities that we would like to make sure that patient understand and follow those home exercise program and we can also improve their pain score and pain level that's awesome and also um by providing these services in the home it helps keeps the patients in the home instead of having to transition to a nursing home and for many patients transitioning to a nursing home that's really really hard because they're leaving behind their home they may have been in their home for you know many many years 40 50 60 years they may have even raised their children there their homes represent a lot for them and to no longer be able to be in the home um that's very hard and when you were speaking it reminded me of a situation in my own family one of my aunts she uh, had a situation where she had some uh, healthcare issues and she went into the hospital and she had surgery and when she came out of the hospital with surgery she had to go into a nursing home and i remember dr shaw vividly seeing in my mind this vivid beautiful woman you know full of vigor and strength and then she goes into the hospital she has surgery she comes out she gets the diagnosis of cancer her health decline and then she had to go into a nursing home my mother and i would visit her and um frequently and what really hurt the most and i still remember it is from the time she left the hospital and she entered into the nursing home i believe my aunt probably passed away maybe 3 months later and i remember saying to my mom i says i really think it's a broken heart because here she is she is so used to seeing herself thriving active in the community doing things and now to have this illness where she has to be in a nursing home and i remember having conversations with her dr shaw and she just felt that she was just thrown away um and she was depressed and i really feel that if all these services at that time from where she was living if she would have had access to it it could have sustained her life i agree with you more than 100% miss edwards that psycho tra- psychological trauma is definitely affecting anybody's well-being so i am that's the reason when i say that i want to educate and inform everybody that all these services is available and why government has those services available for our seniors there is a reason exactly as you said we understand that we it's kind of like also uh, when we compare even we are going to ha- control the cost we are reducing the hospitalization cost we are saving government money by providing all the service at home and that helps everybody wants to stay in their home and get better at their home it's just like they want to have the good li- aging yes place <laughs> in the home you know and that's what we are thriving for if all the services is available then we should provide the services and they should get the services at home Absolutely because in their own environment. Yes, because that's what they're familiar with. 
that's what they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel they can really thrive because they're right where they want to be. That's true. That's true. Now, what are non-medical services? So non-medical services is the services that provided by the state of Illinois. And every state has a Department of Aging department, and they have the services available for the seniors. This service is basically is the caregiver, like the uh, certified caregiver or non-certified caregiver providing non-medical services. They go to pay, pay clients' home and help them with their day-to-day activities, like cooking, cleaning, bathing, those kind of the activity. If anybody need assistance, then the caregiver can go to their home. Um, it is sponsored by Department of Aging by the state. So if anybody is low income, if they're 60 and above and they are qualified, if they're low income, they qualify for these uh, non-medical home care services. Okay, so if they're 60 or above, you mentioned they qualify? Yes, if they're 60 and above, they qualify for the home care services. And uh, for home health, if they have Medicare, uh, so that means if they are 65 and above, and if it's person could be 65 and below, but if they qualify for disability, if they have Medicare or any private insurance, or if they are our veterans, the, all these services is available for um, that criteria. I wonder if a lot of people are even aware that they qualify for this, and I, I say that because... It just makes me think about several people that I've had the opportunity to meet, including vets, people that you know, can really benefit from these type of senior services and don't even know that they have access to them. You are right. You are right. Not just non-medical, even not just medical, even non-medical services, even veteran affairs. We do have contract to serve our veterans and we do have, uh, they are qualified veterans can get, uh, free services. It is kind of uh, reimbursed by the veteran affairs department. So you are right. There are so many patients when we go and do presentation for educating our seniors, I would say, 60 to 70 person senior doesn't know that they can get all these benefits at home. Yes. And there's no shame in it either, because if you have uh, an illness or an injury and you need some care, you are entitled to receive this. And it's a great way to take care of yourself and also in the privacy of your own home. Let me give you an example. Anybody who visited e- emergency room or admitted in the hospital or nursing home. Like even for us, let's say if we are getting discharged from the hospital, there are so many new medications. Yes. I have many patients who diagnosed with COPD recently, and if somebody is teaching them how to use nebulizer, it's not that easy to remember each and every step somebody taught us because Think about our mindset at that time. We are so anxious to go home, right? We have so many other factors that we have to consider. Who is going to pick me up from the hospital? Who is going to manage my medication? How am I going to remember everything? After they go home, the first few days is so critical for them to arrange everything. That's where home health come into play. And the nurses will make sure they have right medication they understand any, any any devices they come home with, like nebulizers. Say they have colostomy. They have so many things, suction machine. Nurses' job to educate patient, family member. And not just that. Those period, the first 30 days after hospitalization is so critical for rehospitalization. What our job is to make sure that we can prevent that rehospitalization. Because if we don't manage the medication, if we don't manage that disease and making sure, not just that, we also teach them the sign and symptoms of exacerbation. And anything we can do so patient cannot go back in the hospital, that's our job to make sure that we can prevent that. Yes. So that's so important for them if they 
can receive home health services and if everybody do the right job then we can definitely prevent that rehospitalization rate by educating the patient family member about medication disease process new equipment i have seen patient they have cane walker wheelchair they don't know how to use those equipment properly that's the biggest issue you see patient has cane but they will fall, fall down because they don't know it's it it's it is very important that's where the physical therapy and occupational therapy will teach them how to use the equipment properly what is the proper equipment for them and make sure they utilize we have seen patient they have equipment they don't want to use they don't <laughs> like it they say i i cannot go out with walker because right. i don't like it so it's our job to educate them you know let's make sure you use it properly right now and when you regain your strength back maybe you don't need it that's so true dr shah mm-hmm. because uh i'm not in my 60s but i do know from experience sometimes like you said you go to the doctor's office or if you have surgery they will send you home uh with supplies or they may give you a referral to let's say a medical supply store or or wherever your local pharmacy to get these things but you know there's no one there to tell you how you need to use it which is why the services that your company provides is very important because many times people do the noncompliance they're noncompliant because mm-hmm. they don't know how to use it and and when you were speaking i thought about a member of my church um he um is a veteran he had had some surgery and he's about 89 years of age and he is in his home pain issues but when it comes down to his medication doesn't take it like he should because he feels oh i can take this whenever i want to take it and we've had conversations with him and i've spoken with family members and i've said to them no 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 he just can't take it when he wants to it's a regimen he needs to take it at a particular time so now they have someone coming out to the home 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 healthcare which is really good because this nurse works closely with him to educate him on hey you need to take your medications here is why you need to take it and it helps exactly. keep the patient mm-hmm. accountable yes. you know <laughs> yes yes and reinforcement yes. you know we are just going to tell one time in the hospital it's not but reinforcement is so important you know to make sure they take those medication on time another issue is we have seen patient that they are taking medication and sometime new medication if they have any side effect they just decided themselves i'm not going to take this medication they don't want to tell their doctor that is there any alternative available or maybe it is just their assumption that i have side effect mm-hmm. maybe there is something else happening so that's also it's very important that we educate patient that any time you feel like you have any side effect we teach them we monitor the side effect and we tell them you need to speak up and you have to tell us so we may look for another alternative or there is something else happening it's not even related to medication yes so <laughs> that education is so important for the seniors so having someone coming at home i would imagine also dr shaw helps reduce the polypharmacy where you have seniors going to multiple pharmacies and you know they're going let's say a pharmacy over here a pharmacy over there CVS Walgreens wherever they may be going and no one seems to know where they're getting all these medications from but having a nurse in the home you know can have conversations with these patients so when the nurse is in the home um they have a a list of all the meds that the patient's been prescribed by the physician correct absolutely miss so when nurse visited the patient we always make sure they just don't ask for the medication list we do have medication list from hospital and rehab where they discharge from we do medication reconciliation okay that's the job of the nurse to make sure that they compare all the medication they get from the hospital you won't believe when we ask them i need to see all medication from your closet and you will see 10 15 more medication maybe they are taking from over the counter 
<laughs> so we are not just looking at medication. We also look at all the herbal medication, all the over-the-counter medication, because we need to make sure that we do the medication reconciliation so there is no issue. And medication error is the biggest issue, as we all know. Yes, Either a duplication is. of medication or uh, any medication that, uh, and our job is to educate even everybody, educate all the physicians. So when we admit patient in home care, we consolidate all the medication. We run the drug-to-drug interaction, drug-to-food interaction, and we fax it. We send it over to the physician to make sure that they have uh, all this information available. And anytime we find any issue with the medication, if there is a severe interaction or moderate interaction, our nurse job is to call the physician and make sure that physician is aware. And it's really up to physician if they have to change the medication or if uh, they we, we just make them aware so they can make the better decision. So that's the job for the uh, home health nurse. And a lot of people don't realize that even when it comes down to herbal supplements, you know, because people are so accustomed to just going over the counter, purchasing what they want to purchase, not understanding that there are side effects and that some of the supplements and herbal uh, remedies, you may not be able to take with all these other medications and that your doctor needs to know what you're taking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nowadays, we all know, right? You yes. can go to Google, start <laughs> searching and okay, this is, this one looks good to me. That medication looks good to me and we can start taking. You're absolutely right. We really need to, and that's what we educate our patient. And every visit, when we go, sometimes they may forget. They didn't tell us. We always ask, do you, are you taking any new medication? So that way we we are aware of it. But we we encourage them. We need to know exactly what medication you are taking. Doesn't matter. It's herbal medication or over the counter medication. Yes. Uh, so when you see those situations where they bring out this closet full of um, all these different medications and and these supplements, and I'm sure sometimes they have friends like we all do who may say, "Hey, you don't need that. Try this." use this? Have you run into situations where patients may have just stopped taking medications on their own because they just decided and felt like they didn't need to be on it anymore? Yes, Ms. Edwards, so many times, so many times. It is it is ch- challenging for the nurses, but we have the success rate. We always convince them. We try to make sure who they listen to, either a wife or daughter or son, we utilize them. As we say, like we work as a team, we involve them in the patient's care and make sure that we can send the right message to the patient, that what what could can happen if they are, they are becoming their own doctor. <laughs> so it happens so many times. You cannot believe. Sometimes when my nurse goes to see patient, they can take out like one or two big garbage full bag full of medication. And we had to short it through for like a couple of hours to make sure. And so many medication is already expired date. Yes. So, but I think it's our job to make sure that we can definitely take care of that patient. Absolutely. Because if you see that, you don't want to just leave the home knowing that they have this big old garbage bag full of all these other things because two if they get forgetful they may grab and use the wrong stuff yes yes mm-hmm. now um wow now this is um the month of may and of course this is arthritis month uh, as well as fibromyalgia so i'm curious to know in terms of all that you all do um have you dealt a lot with like um Opioids, people who are on opioids or opioid abuse? Um, n- not not too much because, uh, as I said, that we work with the so many different doctors and we try to use different modalities to manage pain. So all the patients are different. True. So we try we try to make sure that sometime doctor wants to give them medication. 
they are asking for getting some kind of the steroid shots or then they are preferring patient to go for physical therapy uh, either in home or outpatient so there are so many different modalities available and i would encourage everybody to try those modality instead of being dependent on opioids or some other medication absolutely yes okay now um adult daycare um can you explain what that is because when i think of adult daycare i'm thinking in terms of um let's say you have a, a senior who's in the home all the time needs to get out of the home where they can go to a place where there's other adults and they're doing some type of activity so if you wouldn't mind can you explain exactly what is adult daycare and why that is uh, important Sure Miss Edwards you exactly you are absolutely right uh, there are so many adult senior uh, senior care center available and is it's a similar services like in home services it is also sponsored by department of aging so same thing that either you get in home services where the caregiver can come to home and help you out with your day to day activity but if you are a little bit more active you still need assistance from somebody but if you want to go out then the adult day care center provide transportation so the senior who cannot drive themselves they can still get help they get transport to the adult day care center they can stay there for few hours every day monday to friday and then there are so many activities i have visited different adult day care center in illinois and it's so impressive because the activity they are doing in a way it's kind of like i become jealous because <laughs> we are not able we don't have time to enjoy those activities but it includes the physical activity um and also different kind of cultural activities they can perform and same time they can stay with other seniors friends they can share their own feelings and everything with them because most of the seniors they don't have opportunity they either live alone they don't have any company so when you see that environment in adult day care center this is so impressive and also as i said if they are low income then it is a free services provided by the department of aging but also if they want to join the center there are other center available who they can pay privately and then they can also join the center oh, so this is a really good way for them number one, to um socialize with other seniors get yes. out of the home mm-hmm. i'm sure it's also going to help with if they're feeling depressed you know because if you're always in the home you never get out you don't get to see friends or do some activities i would imagine day in and day out that impacts your quality of life no doubt about it absolutely mm-hmm. and with these activities i can i can just visualize it now maybe it can also include songs dance exercise yes stretching whatever they need yes yes ap- absolutely they have that they they can enjoy the food they can do the cultural activities there and i have seen some of the center they have very good philosophy that they make one of the senior as a leader let's say somebody would like to sing they can have a leader who would like to sing and have the group they compete for the singing and dancing in the adult day care center so as you said they will definitely help their well-being it makes a difference you know because they want to have fun um many of them may not have family members that come visit them family member may be out of town out of state and as much as they would like to be here mm-hmm. they may not can afford to travel frequently you know they may live thousands of miles away yes yes they can celebrate mothers day fathers day their birthday so yes you are absolutely right they can definitely feel that as a their another home oh that sounds sounds really exciting mm-hmm. <laughs> now who how do people qualify for this what are the benefits you know in terms of how do they qualify so for home health services uh if uh, anybody has medicare or any private insurance or if they are our veterans they would qualify for home health services um the criteria would be the patient would be homebound so the question is who is qualify for homebound if any person who is using 
cane, walker, wheelchair, any assistive devices, or if they need help of another human being to go out, they would qualify. Uh, and uh, also, if there is any medical restriction that doctor does not want to want them to go out, that's another reason that they qualify for homebound. Patient could be homebound temporarily, as let's say we have a bad snowstorm or their hot and humid weather in summer. Patient could be homebound temporarily and they can also get home health. Patient has wound care, patient has any kind of ostomy care. Uh, as we talk about physical therapy, patient has frequent fall, patient has recent surgery, or they go to the hospital for any reason and they need continuation of care, they would qualify for all these services. And either their Medicare or insurance will pay, or veterans uh, affairs uh, department will pay for those services. And um, people are living a lot longer now, which means that seniors are going to need these services that your company provides because they're living a lot longer. Uh, everything that you've mentioned, even, for example, the, the falls, and that happens a lot. I mean, look at the weather this year. This weather has been all over the place in terms of the snow, and then when you think you're all done with it, it comes back again. A lot of falls. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because that's the reason. If they, we can provide all the service at home and they not necessarily has to go and travel to hospital in this kind of the weather, I think it's a win-win situation for everybody that we can help them in their well-being, prevent all kind of the emergency and they can still take care of their health at home. So Dr. Shaw, if I'm, let's say a senior and, um, I just got out of the hospital and I'm in need of these services. And uh, how do I go about it? So let's say I had surgery, I'm home, the doctor thinks I'm doing okay. But I'm starting to feel that, you know what, I don't think I can do all my my house cleaning, you know, like I used to do. Or, you know, because these things run in the back of your mind, especially when you're living by yourself. So someone that's like, they come out of the hospital today, they're discharged, they're at home, and they're so used to doing different things to keep active and to take care of their home. But now they're in a situation where they realize, okay, if I do such and such, or if I try to go over here to clean my kitchen, or if I try to go over here to fix a meal, um, I'm in a lot of pain. Even when it comes down to lifting, they've had surgery, so the doctor may say don't lift anything more than, let's say, less than a gallon of milk. So that means it's a lot of things they can't do. The doctor may say you just need to sit down and do anything else. So if someone finds themselves in that situation where doctor thinks they're doing better, but then something happens and they realize it's just too much and they can't keep up with everything, um, who do they contact to get the services? Very excellent question, Miss. So, as you said, if they are in the hospital or nursing home, they can definitely call our office and talk to us. If they are home, they can also call our office and we can definitely provide them our phone number, office phone number, so they can call. And so, as I said, I want to educate everybody. I want to provide information. So let's say we provide services in Illinois. If they have this information, they can, if they are out of state, they can contact the nearest home health company or go online and search for it. So that's definitely important that they can call our office. If we cannot provide any services, we will be more than happy to do that coordination to connect them with the right company and help them out. So they are not alone at home or in the community. They can definitely reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to find them the right services for them. We can definitely facilitate all the process for them. Otherwise, it's confusing. As we said, who is qualified? How I get the services? Who would cover the cost? It's very important for them to know. I know that they need they are already having so many issues. They need to take care of their health first. Sure. I don't want any burden on them. Only thing they need to do, call the office, and office will facilitate and assist them for all the services they need. One thing I did not mention is 
there are also the health insurance available like long term care insurance if any seniors has long term care insurance they also cover uh, caregiver services so instead uh, they need they don't have to figure out themselves if i'm qualified or not if, uh, who will cover my services very easy way to call the office and talk to one of the office coordinator and they will guide them through that's important to know so again um Listeners, Dr. Shaw mentioned if you have long-term care insurance, that there's um, you do have this benefit available to you. So that's really good to know because a lot of people do have long-term care insurance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, too, is if anyone's out there listening and you know of someone that needs home care services, uh, I would like you to listen to today's show, everything that Dr. Shaw has stated, because this is news that you can use to advocate to help your loved one. And uh, I'm going to share with you why I feel this is vitally important. A member of my church is a senior, and this happened several years ago, but uh, she had had um, several surgeries, back-to-back, eye surgery, shoulder surgery, back and forth. And she lives in her home by herself. But Dr. Shaw, she had had a series of falls. Hmm. So we would go by there and we would bring her groceries and bring her food. We didn't know that she had a series of falls. Um, It came out one day when my husband and I were in her home just having a conversation with her. And when I found out, I says, oh, mother, why why didn't you um, reach out to to let us know? Or, you know, why didn't you... um, call um there's this one place that she used to deal with that knew about her health challenges and this is what she shared with me she says i want to stay in my home if i tell them that i keep falling and i take can't take care of myself they're going to put me in the nursing home and i don't want that and i said to her dr shaw mother there are ways you can stay in your home such as home health care don't live in fear where you know you need some help, but you're afraid to speak up because you're fearful that someone is going to put you in a nursing home. When I said to her, you know, there are benefits available. There are services where people can come into your home. So if you're listening to today's show and that is you, you know, please, like Dr. Shaw has emphasized, take care of yourself. Put health first. Do what you need to do. Get these services, home health care. She's talked about the the medical as well as the non-medical services. And the non-medical services are important, too, because you don't have to stress and worry about doing the dishes. Who's going to help take care of the home? Okay, that's going to help you. And um, I would also imagine, too, with the non-medical also, um, would they also be the ones that's doing like the the bathing to help them? Yes. Okay. Yes. Non medical part is either you can pay out of pocket, uh, either your long term care insurance will cover the services, or veteran affairs department will cover the services. Yes, they would also do the shopping for you if you need to go to doctor's clinic. Or they can also the caregiver can take you to the doctor clinics. So yes, they can do whatever the assistance the senior need. Caregiver can definitely provide uh, those assistance. That's good because a lot of people need help. They already have the benefits. They just don't know that they have them available or they don't know how to access them. And if this is you, please don't feel that, you know, you're being a burden. Because oftentimes, Dr. Shaw, sometimes people will say, well, I don't want to be a burden. You're not being a burden. These are your benefits. Access them. Use them. And it's going to help with your quality of life. Absolutely. Absolutely, you are right. That's the reason we are having these benefits. That's the reason government has these benefits. And it's already the proven outcome and success that that we can prevent this example. Uh, that's the reason. Do not be afraid, as Ms. Edwards says. Just ask for help. Help is available, and that will benefit you, your family member, and your quality of life. Yes, I spoke with someone actually from one of my support groups, Dr. Shaw. She fell and um, injured her her hip. She stays in a um, a senior group home. I don't know the, the exact terminology, but it's a senior group home with other seniors. And she said that she broke her hip. 
and she's been in so much pain. So what I'm going to do is share with her everything that I learned from you today to let her know, hey, are you aware of this, you know, long-term care insurance? Are you aware of all these other benefits? Because she's just suffering in silence. And very good point, Miss, that they, if they're living in assisted living facility, they can still qualify for getting all these benefits. Okay. And Dr. Shaw, um, you're very passionate about this. That, that's quite apparent. Very, very passionate. So if I may ask you, what led you to specialize into this type of business? And the reason why I ask is because I can hear it in your voice that it's something you're very passionate about. A lot of people are in business to make a living, but I can feel the passion in your voice. Thank you so much for asking. Um, it's a very emotional uh, emotional story, personal story, that um, I was still back in India practicing medicine while my parents came to USA, and they both diagnosed with diabetes. Uh, and one day I would like to talk about diabetes. Okay. Um, they both diagnosed with diabetes, and the physician told them that, okay, you are diagnosed with diabetes, do not eat sugar. So... That's all that the physician told them. So they decided, okay, I'm not going to eat sugar, but I'm going to eat jaggery. Jaggery is the another form of sugar in our Indian okay. culture. So they start eating um, jaggery, and their diabetes is so uncontrolled, and they don't go to see the doctor all the time because at that time they do not have insurance. Yes. One factor, another language barrier. So they don't. They don't speak English very well or understand English very well. So this is what they grab the information from the physician. Their diabetes is so uncontrolled, Miss Edward, that my dad has a massive heart attack. It's silent heart attack. And after years when we find out, his ejection fraction, his heart is not even 20% working. Oh, wow. I'm so fortunate to have both of them in my life still. At the same time, it's not just one incident. I have so many personal experience that leads me to say that I want to do something different. I want, it's so important to have, to have the same language speaking person. Also understand the culture so we can guide them. Diet, it's so broad term. What you can eat and what you cannot eat. But, you need to understand even the culture that how we can educate them. Even we create the meal plan. It should be so specialized and personalized uh, so they understand that. So that and then one-on-one education, Miss. I would still think that if anybody take a time to educate somebody else one-on-one, explain them, then it will be the better outcome. Me telling you very superficial things saying do not eat sugar, it's it's nothing. It's not going to control the diabetes. Patient will not understand that what kind of the disease they have, what should be the disease process, what medication they need to take. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked me. I'm really, really passionate. It's not just about the business. I really believe into that all the senior has done so much for their own loved ones. Now they need help. They could, not everybody's dependent, but there are so many people dependent. Yes. Uh, to do anything themselves. And I really want to do something. I want to give back to the community. As a being physician, I feel like I'm still treating my patient and I really want to help. I really want to make a difference. I, I feel that passion. And that's why I, I asked that question because I just sense, okay, there's more to that because you have a vested interest. And this, and you said something that I thought was very vital about language, because that's important that we speak the same language. So that if I'm in, if I'm the patient, and you come into my home, I need you to understand my language, okay? And also culturally, because the things that I'm accustomed to, if you're using your own self-reference criteria based upon your limited knowledge or something. That has nothing to do with who I am, the language that I speak and I know you can't really help me. Mm-hmm. But if you come into my home culturally and we're speaking the same language, you know, and you understand from where I come, it makes a difference because it's going to determine how well I can relate to you. Yes. And when you mentioned diabetes, 
oh, you that's what you said spoke to my heart because I can remember going years back, diabetes runs in my family. I'm now diabetic, and my, my grandparents were diabetic, and so was my mom. And so in our culture, for African Americans, they would say something simple, you know, the sugar. And um, they would go to the doctor. This one time I wasn't with them, and the doctor, Dr. Shaw, was giving them information. But the way that he was explaining it, mm-hmm. they didn't understand what the doctor was saying. And I went with them to one visit, and I said to the doctor and the nurse, I said, it's key phrases you need to use. And if you're not using those key phrases culturally that they understand, that they can relate to, it's not going to be a good outcome for them because they don't understand what you're saying. And then that gets into health literacy. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's why I really love what Soul Care Services does and what you all do because um, the services that you provide, you have uh, clinicians and healthcare providers culturally, you know, different ethnicities that can go into the home and that can speak these languages. These languages. So we have clinicians who speak almost all the languages, all the Indian languages. Philippines, Spanish, Polish, you name it, Chinese. We have all the clinicians and we make sure the clinician who speak the same language can take care of the patient because as we talk that we really need to relate those information before we tell patient to make any changes in their lifestyle. And that, folks, makes a difference. Think about it. How would you feel if someone comes into your home with your loved one who doesn't speak that language? Okay, you know, is bunch of best word I can use for it is bunch of gobbledygook. You know, they're not understanding what your loved one needs. Your loved one does not understand what they're trying to communicate. Then that creates a language barrier. So if we, if you want your loved one to have the best success and outcome, these things do matter. It is. It does absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Shaw, uh, we are just about out of time, but before you leave, I want to invite you back again because I would love to have that conversation on diabetes more. And um, how can our listeners contact you? Okay. So they can call our office, and phone number is 847-260-5140, or they can go online and visit our website at www.soulcareservices.com. Thank and, you. And just to recap, again, this, the services that you provide, if you can just provide that again to let them know. Uh, we provide soul care services. Uh, we are doing business as Bridging Care Home Health Plus. We believe that we are bridging the gap from inpatient facility hospital to home by providing all the services, home health services, also the non-medical home care services. We also do video health coaching. We also provide case management services. Basically, we do all the compre- we provide all comprehensive care at home. And you provide that throughout the Chicagoland area. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So that means, hey, you know, if you're in the Chicagoland area, you need some assistance, please reach out to Dr. Shaw and her wonderful team. Um, they can help you. They provide a wealth of services that she has mentioned. And if you want to learn more about the, the benefits and how you go about applying, she's already mentioned that this is something that they can help you with. So please give them a call. Um, Dr. Shaw, it's been a pleasure having you with me in the studio, and I will love for you to come back soon. Thank you so much, Ms. Edward, for having me over here. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you.